chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside my co-host, Thomas Dick. And Thomas, we got trucks this weekend. What are those? <laughs> no, I mean, I've named all the old drivers I can think of. I mean, is Erin uh, Crocker, is she running this week? You don't know who that is. I don't, but I'm going to laugh anyway. She uh, she does a lot of podcast stuff now. She goes by the name of, I believe, Erin uh, Everhart now. She married Ray Everhart. Oh, nice. Dipped a pen in the company ink. Yeah. But... Uh, so I had to do a lot of digging for news, still waiting for a lot of uh, like the Xfinity silly season and whatnot, but there's a little bit of news. Yeah. So let's get into the news before we preview uh, the last race for all three series before we get to the championship four. But first off, GearWrench has joined Stuart Haas Racing. With a five-race primary sponsorship of Kevin Harvick, the sponsorship includes naming rights for Stuart Haas uh, Racing's main assembly area at their 140,000-square-foot headquarters will be Gear uh, Wrench Garage. And it's that was in caps. I don't know if you need to. No. Okay, Gear Wrench is in caps. Garage is lowercase. I didn't know if you had to, like Alpha Prime, like you had to go, Gear Wrench Garage. Uh, it's a multi-year deal starting in 2022, uh, so that should put to rest whether Kevin Harvick's going to retire at the end of the year or not. Yeah, um, so it's weird. It's it's a multi-year deal, but it didn't say how many. You know, might be for tax purposes. Maybe some illegal stuff going on. Yeah, and then uh, so it'd be interesting. But the, I think the biggest news though is that they will be sponsoring a Kevin Harvick uh, for next year for uh, five races. Uh, Kyle Busch to race rally cross in November. The two-time NASCAR cup series champion will compete in the supercar class at wild horse pass in Phoenix. And it would be his first true road or true off-road racing event. Yeah. Um, sounds like a good, good place to go. We need to get out the wild horse pass someday. Um, Kyle loves racing. He says, I'll race anything. And this is anything. Um, I just wondered, do they have a pit crews and crew chiefs? He can yell at, <laughs> Uh, he'll find somebody. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what the, what he can do there. He's kind of pulling like the Kyle Larson. He'll race anything. Yeah. Uh, Tony Stewart, Dale Jr., and Clint Boyer uh, did a next-gen test at Bowman Gray Stadium in advance of next February's clash at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Uh, has some people wanting some form of NASCAR racing at Bowman Gray? Yeah, Um do you know where that's at no i don't oh my gosh winston-salem oh my gosh i think winston-salem state plays football there um but and they do some they do some uh you know local racing there um i don't know i mean i think the place holds fifteen thousand, so it would have to be something uh i don't think you'd put a cup event there yeah and uh much like the LA Coliseum, a quarter mile track, you're going to have to have an abbreviated field. I mean, I guess 15, 18 cars, but yeah, there's no way you could do the full field 35. Not unless you want a caterpillar eating itself. <laughs> How long would it take some cars to get lapped on a quarter mile if we went the whole way? I'm Go not going to name names. Some of them might already be lapped. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, some other next gen uh, news. Stuart Friesen is going to do a next gen test at the Wythe with uh, Raceway Dirt Track, a half a mile high banked clay oval to help determine the tire uh, for the Bristol Dirt Race. Uh, Stuart thinks the harder tire is the answer. Yeah, um, he would know. He does a lot of stuff on dirt. He'll uh, give some good feedback on that. Um, there was something I put, I didn't put on the thingy. I saw something NASCAR, they like went to their senior advisors. I don't know who's on that senior advisor panel because they make some weird decisions, but they wanted them to start thinking what you want the schedule to look like in 2031, like a dream schedule. So they're thinking that far ahead. And I guess the moves the next couple of years will get to that point. It's some uh, good news. Uh, our future friend of the program, Chase, Chase Briscoe, has clinched Rookie of the Year in the Cup Series. Uh, he's got 307 points ahead of – he's 307 points ahead of Anthony Alfredo, so no mathematical way uh, for fast pasta to catch him. Uh, it's not officially awarded uh, until he finishes the season in good standing. And then also I noticed in the Xfinity Series, Ty Gibbs uh, was named the Rookie of the Year. Yeah, so, um, and actually this, he probably clinched this about three weeks ago, I'm guessing three, four weeks ago with that big of a lead. Um, so as long as he doesn't finish the season or finishes a season without like a, a DUI or molesting a dead horse or punching someone in the garage, you know, he should be the uh, the winner. Yeah, so, so congrats to uh, Chase and Ty. Uh, but Chase, you know, he, he definitely earned it, but it just – there's only two rookies this year, which was always kind of disappointing. Yeah, I mean, rookie of the year is sort of a weird thing in NASCAR because, like, Ty Gibbs didn't even want to be a rookie, and he ended up being a rookie <laughs> in, like, the, the Xfinity just because he was running so well. He got so many points. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's great to have on your resume, but uh, a lot of people won rookie of the year and then didn't do much after that. Yeah, and then uh, Chevy has clinched the Manufacturer's Championship, marks the 40th title for Chevy, putting them well ahead of Ford and Toyota, who had 17-3. and three. Yeah. Um, they were dominant, helped mostly by uh, the Hendrick team. They yeah. won. They were winning everything. We're going <laughs> to talk about that more later. Yeah. And then uh, the last bit of news, the uh, Comcast Community Champion of the Year finalists uh have been named it is curtis francois who's the owner of the worldwide technology raceway uh in madison illinois greg walter the executive vice president gm at charlotte motor speedway and then jamie little pit reporter on nascar coverage on fox yeah we uh here at loose lug nuts we're gonna throw our uh but we don't get a vote but if we had a vote um i mean we should have a vote but if we had a vote even though we don't have one We'd give it to her. First, she's Jamie Little. And second, she's helping animals. That's yeah. two for two. And then we love animals and we love food. So if you're going to help either one of those out, you got our vote. Yeah. So that wraps up a uh, pretty slow week of news in uh, NASCAR or around NASCAR. So let's get into the preview. And uh, as we mentioned in the opening, we got trucks. Yeah, I, uh, you know. I was I was gonna look up like an old truck, but uh, trucks all have like F one fifty. I was gonna look up an old truck, and that was gonna be my joke, because I think <laughs> this guy. But I I let it slide. A little comedic uh, opportunity went by the wayside. 
Yeah, so we have the United Rentals 200 coverage begins Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1 with the race starting at 1 p.m. Also on the Motor Racing Network. It'll be 200 laps with stages of 50, 50, and 100. Uh, as we mentioned, this is the first time they're racing in three weeks, so no qualifying. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek is on the pole. He's joined in row one with Todd Gilliland, row two. Uh, ben Rhodes and Sheldon Creed, row three, Matt Crafton and Chandler Smith, row four, Stuart Friesen and Carson Hosevar, row five, Zane Smith and Austin Hill. Yeah, uh, none of the eight drivers uh, remaining have secured a spot in the championship round with uh, Christian Eckes winning in Vegas. And then it seems like last year Tate Fogelman won, but he... Uh, he won. So he's got momentum, you know, he's, yeah. <laughs> bringing, he's bringing a momentum into this race. So uh, John Hunter Nemechek, who has won at Martinsville leads the standings and is 36 points clear with Ben Rhodes right on his tail. Uh, 35 points clear. Matt Crafton is 10 points above the cutoff and Sheldon Creed is five points clear. Stuart Friesen, the first one on the outside, minus five, followed by Chandler Smith, Carson Hosevar, and Zane Smith, who all really need to have a great race as Chandler Smith leads the pack, but he's 34 points out. Yeah, um, they looked so good early, but then they all had the one race, and now it's going to come back. The gloves are going to be off in Martinsville, and we're better to have the gloves off. And it's still weird to me that Sheldon Creed won the first two races of the playoffs, right, and he's still – only five points above the cutoff yeah um so long ago you're talking ancient history <laughs> like i need like i totally like a lot of the stuff i don't remember i'm foggy there's just been like 12 xfinity and uh cup races since then yeah it seems Insanely. like it anyway uh toyota can clinch the winning manufacturers championship in the truck series as it leads chevrolet by 71 points it would be their 12th championship all time you remember when toyota first came in and everybody's all up and uh, uh, damn you foreigners <laughs> we got to get back to north wilkesboro <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see and it seems like a short race too just 200 laps uh, and you know there was a lot of talk this week. Oh, F1 was the greatest. And, and they talk about the good things about F1. First of all, hey, they make it a festival. Well, the festival is not the racing. Yeah. Which I wish they did have a festival. I wish Texas was more of a festival. But if that you're, if you're putting a racing head to head, the first thing they're like, oh, it's a festival atmosphere. And then they're like, oh, the races are shortened in two hours. Well, if you want something besides the racing, like a festival, and you want the race to be short, do you actually like racing? Yeah. Probably not. I mean, so go watch Drive for Survive. Uh, Chase Elliott took a, a stab at our guy, though. Did you? No, what did he say? Well, he was talking about FS1, like how Netflix can't handle uh, F1 versus um, NASCAR. And he's like, yeah, they did a, a really interesting behind-the-scenes a documentary for uh f1 but then they travel uh handled nascar like a joke oh and damn it's like come on chase that's our guy just because you didn't get the cameo that austin Dillon and <laughs> and ryan blaney got you know you yeah. don't got to come after a guy you know like 
I almost forgot our guy's name. I was going to say Blard. Paul Bard. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin James. You don't got to come after our guy Kevin James like that, Chase. I kept thinking no. Craig James, but then that's just the weirdo dad. Yeah, you can go lock your kid in a freaking uh, closet. <laughs> All right, so uh, we kind of got off track there. Let's go with your winner for Saturday's truck race. Oh, my God, that's on the next page. I went at Grant and Finger. He's got one win and three top fives in his last seven races. Uh, he's been doing really well when he's in a uh, Thor Sport truck this season. And he, guess what? He's in a Thor Sport truck this, right. this week. I'm going to go with uh, Ben Rhodes. He's made 10 starts at Martinsville, has three top fives and five top tens. Still looking to, for that elusive victory, but uh, I think he'll be able to advance and get the win. There we go. So also on Saturday is the Xfinity race. This is a weird name. Dead on tools, two fifty. I assume that's a company name. Yeah. They, they make tools that are dead on. Unless they're a wiener pill company. (laughs) Fix your dead on tool. (laughs) Uh, Coverage begins at 5 30 PM Eastern on NBC sports network and the motor racing network, 250 laps comes down to 131.5 miles stages of 60, 60 and 130 uh no qualifying on row one will be austin Cindric and ty gibbs row two is aj allmendinger and justin haley row three justin algar and michael annette row four daniel hemrick and brandon jones row five noah gregson and harrison burton similar to the uh trucks all four playoff spots are up for grabs yeah um it did that on they seem to they're big in the hammers they got yeah. uh, uh, steel hammers. They got Exumer nail pullers, and uh, yeah, a lot of crowbars and stuff. So doesn't look like they do with the uh, screwdrivers. It's all <laughs> just stuff you bang shit and uh, tear shit up with. It's dead uh, on, you know. So yeah, there you go. Uh, so for Austin Cindric fans, the last time there was a winner from the pole in an Xfinity race at Martinsville was 1987. Uh, by Jimmy Hensley in the spring race earlier this year was won by Josh Berry, who led 95 laps and won by 0.59 seconds. I remember Jimmy Hensley. Do you? I do. I do. I th- yeah, I do. I'm looking at the guy right now. <laughs> I remember him. Yeah, so you remember that season ni- career. You remember his 1987 win at Martinsville? I probably do. Um, he was a rookie of the year, uh, Cup 92. Oh, my gosh. Big rookie of the year. Wait, 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 wait. That might be his song. No, that's him. Yeah. God, that was eons ago. God, I feel old. <laughs> uh, so the cool, crazy thing about uh, the Xfinity is Austin Sendrick and A.J. Allmendinger could clinch a spot in the championship four by the end of stage one. Uh, they are 47 points clear of the cutoff, and then that's when things start to get a little dicey for the other six. Yeah, it's weird because we have a group of two are really good. We have a group of two that are really far out. And then we got a bunch in the middle. Yeah, Justin Allgaier is nine points clear. Uh, Daniel Hemrick is seven points clear. The cutoff, Justin Haley, seven points out, while Gregson's 24 points out. And then Brandon Jones and Harrison Burton essentially need to win as they are minus 40 and minus 51. Yeah, Gregson's a little farther out than I imagined when I first made that statement. Um, But still doable. Yeah, I forgot though. The uh this guy got him at the last race, Sam Mayer. You always say Meyer, it's Mayer. Yeah, whatever. 
NASCAR doesn't send us a phonetic thing, so then you got to look it up, and, or you got to go back to race and hear what Dale Earnhardt says. A lot of times he's wrong. Like <laughs> weeks I was saying Joe Buford, and it's Jade. But and then uh, as we mentioned earlier, Ty Gibbs mathematically clinched the Rookie of the Year award, but don't molest a dead horse. Yeah, but won't officially be awarded until the season is finished, and he is in good standing in xfinity he's got to pay all his parking tickets <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you don't get your diploma or your rookie of the year award yeah <laughs> chevrolet uh, leads the manufacturer's championship and is 43 points ahead of toyota would be their 22nd championship uh and that is 18 higher than ford and toyota who have only won four like Ford's half-assed like at least toyota, toyota has some truck stuff well I, so i started thinking about this when i I saw that note. Who else drives Ford besides Austin Cindric? There's not, not a lot. Not much. So let's go on to the uh, winner. Who do you got winning? I'm going to go with Daniel Hemrick. I think he's going to be a bride this uh, weekend. Usually he's the bridesmaid. He finished third in the spring uh, race and led 28 laps in that race. There you go. Um, sounds like a good pick, but I am going Josh Berry. Um, Back to back, um, he won here in the spring, and I think he uh, he pulls it out. Yeah, you have Cindric, and then you have Ryan Sieg is in a Ford, and there's one other. There's three Fords. I don't know who the third one is. Like, like come on, Ford, are you afraid to make a a, a car? Oh, uh, R- Riley Herbst. Oh yeah. So. So who's your blue who's oval your not really showing up at Xfinity? They're going all in on Cindric. Yeah. Who'd you say your uh, winner was? Josh Berry. It's almost Josh like Barry. you don't listen to me. No, you're rambling. Well, I was trying to inform the viewers. <laughs> we got more viewers since that uh, that big Matt colleague Chris Rice interview. So we gotta we gotta make it like listenable. Yeah. Um, so Thomas going Josh Berry for the repeat. I'm going. Daniel Hemrick in the cup. We got the Hollywood Xfinity 500. This is confusing as shit. Is it a cup race or is it an Xfinity race? Well, it's a cup race sponsored by an Xfinity. So this isn't an Xfinity race. <laughs> uh, coverage begins at 1230. I don't think that uh, Hollywood um, was there. That's supposed to be the Hollywood Casino from Kansas. I forgot to take it off. Oh, it's just straight Xfinity. Oh, but uh, it's a cup race. Yeah. So they should have called the cup race, the camping world truck series that on tools. Wiener so coverage cold. begins 1 30 PM Eastern on NBC and the motor racing network. And it's kind of weird because we've never seen the purse this year, but they're telling us uh, the purse is 7.7 million. Yeah. At first I saw seven, seven, seven. I thought it was repeating of course, but it's not because it stops when you get to the fourth number, it's seven, seven, Seven million seven hundred seventy-eight thousand, and then ninety-nine. Like it's like a price. It's like a price is right bid. Yeah, I will. I will bid uh, seven 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 eight zero nine nine and one cent. (laughs) Uh, It'll be five hundred laps, two hundred sixty-three miles. Stages are one thirty, one thirty, and two hundred and forty. The lineup, Kyle Larson and Ryan Blaney on row one. Brad Keselowski and Kyle Bush row two. Chase Elliott and Denny Hamlin row three. Martin Truex Jr. and Joey Logano row four. William Byron and Christopher Bell row five. There you go. And uh, here's some Larson stuff coming at you. 
He's got nine wins, so he's looking to become one of uh, 11 drivers to record double-digit cup wins in the modern era, 1972. I Did we figure out why? I think it had something to do with Watergate is why they do 72 and on. And uh, he would join uh, Jimmy Johnson as the only driver to do it since 2000. Uh, so 1972 is often acknowledged as the beginning of NASCAR's modern era. The next competitive level called the late model sportsman gained the grand national title passed down from the top division and soon found a sponsor in Bush beer. Okay. I don't Whatever. know if that really means anything. Yeah, I found that on Wikipedia. Oh, that means it's official. I just update the, uh, there was a guy, uh, Earl Campbell, he had a Wikipedia page and he had a, uh, there was a stand in Texas Memorial Stadium that sold, it said eight inch wieners, Earl Campbell's eight inch, or eight inch sausage. It said Earl Campbell's eight inch sausage. So on his Wikipedia page, I put, you can buy Earl Campbell's eight inch sausage at Texas football games. And it was up there about four years before some Wikipedia nerd came and took it down. Uh, the Cup Series got its first <laughs> title. <laughs> what, are what are you doing? You do that thing where you don't listen to me and then you just... <laughs> the uh, Cup Series got its first title sponsor in 1972. Oh, well, there you go. That's probably it then. Uh, Larson is one of only four drivers to win three consecutive races twice in a season. And the first since Dale Earnhardt, I think we said 97. It was actually 87. So even more farther back. Damn. And then uh, he's looking to become the ninth driver in the modern era since they got sponsors um, to win four or more races in a, in a row. And the 13th different driver to do it all time. So the last one to do was Jimmy Johnson, 2007. And then uh, also what I found out uh, in 1972, the season was shortened from 48 re- races to 31 that that makes more sense then that would make it modern instead of jesus you guys are racing every weekend yeah like could you imagine doing pops? a podcast when they have yeah. 40 God. some odd races uh history of martinsville the track opened in uh, 1947 it was originally a dirt track and the first nascar sanctioned race was on fourth of july in 1948 the first cup series race was september 25th 1949 which was won by red byron i wonder if he's related to william or the red baron Ooh, there have been 145 Cup Series races at Martinsville, including two races every year since 1950. 54 different winners uh, have won at Martinsville. Richard Petty scored 15 wins here. Nine active race winners, including six of the seven fighting for the last three championship race spots. Yeah, only Blaney doesn't have a win among those seven. Uh, Denny Hamlin leads active drivers with five wins, followed by Martin Truex three he three and those are in the last four races so he's yeah. like you yeah. have to be a moron not to pick him yeah, yeah. and then uh truex uh, as you mentioned has three wins kozlowski and the bush brothers have two apiece elliot logano newman and harvick have also won here yep and then uh truex won here in april the top five for that race was truex elliot hamlin byron and larson it seems like a lot of playoff guys yep uh, Elliot won here in, last November and it propelled him into the final four where he later uh, won the championship. That top five in the November race was Elliot, Blaney, Logano, Keselowski, and Kurt Busch. Yep. Um, we had Bogo the next day. I remember that fondly. Yeah. Uh, this is the third race in the round of eight, obviously. Kyle Larson is in the final four with his wins in Texas and Kansas, currently above the cutoff. Elliot 
plus 34, Hamlin plus 32, and then Kyle Busch, he's got an eyelash. Uh, he's plus one. Yeah, below the cutoff, Ryan Blaney at minus one, Truex minus three, Kozlowski minus six, and then Logano minus 26. So we have seven drivers vying for the three spots. Uh, last 10 races at Martinsville. Truex has three wins, six top fives, and eight top tens. He, have a, he has a 6.5 average finish. Kozlowski, though, has a 6.6 average finish with two wins and eight top fives. Kyle Busch, 6.9 average finish. He's got a win and six top fives. Yep. Um, all seven of them are, have an average finish of 10.4 or lower, and they all have at least six top tens. They all have at least four top five. So you basically your best seven or your best seven or yes. your seven or your best seven. So, it so it's be... going to be a lot of, uh, and, and stage points are going to be huge for those guys in the middle, like uh, Bush, Blaney, Truex, and Kozlowski. So every lap is going to be just white knuckles. Yeah. Knuckles are going to be white. Right, Not so... us, the drivers. Mine might be on the bottle vodka but the drivers or knuckles are going to be white yeah uh so let's go with your long shot um it's like there there really is no long shot because as we said this track is where winners win yeah um i'm gonna go though since i gotta say one i'm gonna go matt d bendetto um his average finish here the last three races are 9.7 which is sixth among all drivers but he's he's not like we named the seven guys. One of those are Larson's gonna win. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go. With by, the, uh, by we, it's part of our thing. We got to pick a long shot, even though it was one one this year. Besides Almarola, I don't think so. So that's why my long. I mean, shot Bubba Wallace would have been a long shot, but neither one of us picked him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine's not really a long shot. He's just not in the playoffs. I, it was obvious. That was obvious. <laughs> I didn't want to mention that. But. Uh, Kurt Busch. Oh, wow. Yeah. Last 10 races here, he has one top five and four top tens. But as you mentioned, uh, winners win here. Yep. Um, winner, I'm going to go. Uh, you'd be an idiot not to pick Martin Truex Jr. As we mentioned, has won three out of the last four races. Needs to have a good race. Uh, and he's got a 6.5 average finish in the last 10 races. That's a good pick. And since you picked that, you like you're just leaving me out to be a moron well you picked this guy first so no i didn't yeah you did no i didn't that was a blank spot don't no. <laughs> um i'm going brad kozlowski is pit crew i'm not just saying that because they're friends of the uh, the podcast but they've been on fire the last few weeks the car's been fast they just had some bad walk last week at kansas um i think he gets it done all right shout out uh pit crew pat one of our favorite guys it was seriously the nicest person in the whole world and just a great guy. I can't talk about him enough, as is obvious by the I podcast. still have a lug nut on my desk from that race. I accidentally – mine went through the washing machine. <laughs> it's still yellow. It's still yellow. It just doesn't have much of the grease on it. Um, but, yeah, it went through the washing machine, which I, I'm sure did wonders for the washing machine and the dryer. You didn't hear it? I know I passed out. I was on cough medicine last week. I don't know if you remember. I prescribed, of course. Prescribed, yeah. <laughs> Not grandpa's cough medicine. Actual <laughs> prescribed cough medicine. 
All right, well, let's get into our favorite uh, segment every week. It's paint schemes. Uh, you can go ahead. And, there are some good ones. I'm not going to lie. This week, I got hyped up early. Like, whoa, these are going to be awesome. But then a lot of people, like the truck people, you had 12 weeks to come up with a good, like, paint scheme for this race. Yeah. Come on. And it's Halloween. Like, Parker Clickerman. What's that? Do a colleague good. Just make a Halloween thing. Yeah. Parker Kligerman in the trucks, number 75. He's in the Lux Pinto beans. And I find when you eat Pinto beans, a lot of times it comes down to luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I like, am it. I going to make it or not? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Tyler Ankrum, I didn't put it down here. He's uh, They actually have a Halloween theme with pumpkins and stuff. So nice. we'll give him some love. No one yeah. else put any effort in sad and then uh michael annette we have the number one pilot flying j veteran salute and then another one that i really liked uh i actually didn't see the paint scheme for but i just saw the message or the um the note about it colin garrett is in the number 26 veterans grow america toyota it is the, he's actually competing in xfinity um for the first time uh, Veterans Grow America provides a forum for veteran and military spouses to showcase and grow their businesses by partnering with local, state, and federal veteran organizations to increase brand awareness. Uh, and Garrett comes from a family of veterans in active duty military uh, and has dedicated his life to promoting and finding resources for them and their families. There you go. I don't know if you saw this. It was pretty funny this week. Colin Garrett, he's, he's like racing in the thingy. So they put out the, uh, the metric, the starting metric. Well, uh, I want to say that's um, Sam Hunt Racing. Yeah, it is. They're 27th in the owner points, but on the thingy, they had him as 72nd in the owner points. So it put it down. The, he, he was starting 40th, and he, like, sent a message to NASCAR, like, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so they fixed it, and he is actually starting thir uh, 30th, 15th row. So yeah. a little clerical error had him starting last <laughs> He was starting behind TBA in the number seven. Oh, yeah. Start, so, you know. Good old TBA. Yeah. He's my long <laughs> shot. <laughs> so, yeah, good for him moving up. To, yeah, good uh, car there. I saw it. The paint scheme looks pretty cool. Um, and it's a good message. And then a couple other dead-on tools. You know, <laughs> I picked that before I found out it wasn't wiener pills. It's a sharp-looking thing. A skull. That's where the dead comes from. Oh, so that's Brad Moffitt. And then we mentioned uh, Dinger and Haley coming in with the uh, Halloween schemes. They didn't give one to Leaf or uh, to Nutrient Egg Solutions or Jeb Burton. I think it's because they're on the way out. Both yeah. of them are like, we're not putting any effort into your paint scheme. But uh, yeah, Halloween schemes. And then uh, Alex LeBay, just a, it's a little weird. Uh, did you see this one? Uh-uh. Okay, first of all, he's got three sponsors. I don't know if they're any of them are related. They're just all over the place. Rousseau, which sounds like it's French-Canadian. He's from Canada. Prolon, but then Globocam, which is no relation to Globo Gym. I looked it up. Um, I thought they were going to give us the snake thingy or whatever. Um, but it, oh, those could be three unrelated wiener pills. <laughs> don't take those all at the same time. Um, but it's a Halloween theme, but the Grim Reaper has a checkered flag. Oh, well, instead of a sickle, like, are you going to kill someone with a checkered flag? 
but then he's got like a, a vampire who's got like a Canada outfit on. So it's like a Canadian vampire, but then like real small up front by the front wheel. Well, just Mario from super Mario brothers. So he, yeah, maybe that's every costume that Alex LeBay ever wore um, maybe, yeah. for a Halloween all on one car. So pretty sharp. And then, then uh, Cup, my favorite one was the number 10, Eric Amarola. He's in the IHOP Ford. Got a, some delicious-looking pancakes uh, on the side of the car. For as much as I like IHOP, I or pancakes, I should say, I have not been to an IHOP in about two decades, maybe a decade and a half. So maybe that, maybe I got a free week this week. I didn't expect it to be free. Maybe I go to Hun Brothers and IHOP. Ooh, there you go. Then uh, we got Austin. We got Austin Dillon and the number three Cowboy Christmas Cowboy Channel must be having like Hallmark movies, <laughs> but Christmas related. And then uh, the other good one, uh, number thirty-eight, Anthony Alfredo and the Dude Wipes, but uh, lots of spider webs. Yeah, so I was wondering, are dudes wiping with the spider webs, or because <laughs> that'll get messy because the poop will go between. <laughs> Uh, Cole Custer and the Dixie Vodka Cocktails. We love alcohol. Yep. And then, and then uh, Justin Haley's got a pretty sweet uh, design. Yeah, a young girl named Allie um, uh, designed it. Um, and it's it looks like it's painted with crayons and, and colored pencils. It's pretty sharp. Pretty badass. So we got some good paint schemes for the uh, penult- penultimate. How do you say that word? Penultimate? race it's the second to last race of the year yeah yeah penultimate very cool so two races left in the uh, season it's gonna be sad but it'll be uh exciting nonetheless we hope you guys enjoy the races this weekend in martinsville we'll be back on tuesday to recap all three races and then we will get you ready for the championship uh, race at phoenix on friday uh, make sure to subscribe you can uh, subscribe on spotify or on apple podcast we appreciate you guys for listening we'll see you i grew up in texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain started running many stops when i was 13 and won a short track championship when I was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strilling Company We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17 My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream Thank you for the ride given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride